silver screen projects. Welcome to the Silver Screen Project, where we look back at a series of films in anticipation of an exciting new cinema release. In preparation for the new Toho Godzilla, Godzilla Minus One, we've gone all the way back further than we've ever been before <laughs> to 1954 to watch the original Godzilla film. Yeah. What did you think of Godzilla, Sam? Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. I, I thought I'd seen it before going in, and either I've seen bits of it, or I've seen the American release, which I know is the recut revert. You know, yeah, which I'm sure we can they, talk about. They cut like half an hour out and replace it with like American is it just news American reports? actors and stuff in it. Yeah, but I imagine the overall plot is similar. I don't know, but yeah, I think I might have seen that, or I've maybe seen one of the sequels coming after this. Yeah, um, but I really enjoyed it. I mean, obviously, some things take a bit of getting used to. It. It's a very old film, some of the yeah. pacing, but I think I think it stands up surprisingly well. Um, how how did you find it? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'd be a surprise to say that I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, I borrowed the Blu ray from you. So. Yeah. I'm a big fan of this franchise. I actually went to see this in cinema oh, like, you? early yeah. this year or last year. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Duke York, they were showing it. I was like, mm. that'll be great. Yeah. I've, I've got the, the poster of this framed and yes. up on my wall at home as well. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's safe to say I'm a, I'm a big fan of this film. Yeah. <laughs> Any excuse to watch it then? <laughs> did, you, did you rewatch it? You did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, not that you probably needed to. I might might as well make some of the notes and stuff. Um, I think uh, straight from the bat, Mm. I think you you kind of already told with what you're getting into and just the open credits coming up and you hear the roar and like yeah. the iconic theme yes. tune yeah, yeah. it really just like sets the scene just like mm. yeah this is going to be like something big <laughs> yeah absolutely and I think it, it does a good job of having a bit of a, a mystery at the start I, I I thought I knew what I was getting watching it but obviously I didn't <laughs> like the mystery of like the boats going missing or, yeah. or kind of being sunk and, and I quite no like fish how and... They, they really quickly get into that like it starts yeah, exactly, with like oh, all yeah. these boats are going missing it, it kind of slows down a bit after yes, that yes exactly but. yeah and you get kind of the little teasers in there's like the old man of the village who talks about like the the recent history of the sacrifices and that sort of yeah. thing and it's all just like it's just nicely kind of teased out and then it kind of gets to more what I'd expect from a from a Japanese yeah. Godzilla film with, you know, you get some boardroom stuff, you get them trying different things, you know, stuff that I, I'm more familiar from things like Shin Godzilla, which I've seen much more recently, yeah. not really more recently, but, um, <laughs> but, which, you know, is kind of the whole connection with this, isn't it? It's the That's a new version of this in a way. Yeah, yeah. I, I like as well. I think this is the only one that really does the thing where they're like, Godzilla's like a mythical creature as a right, bit of the start okay, where they're yeah, like yeah. well that's where they get the name because they're like oh yes, yes there's this yeah. Godzilla myth and they're like okay we'll name him that yeah. I was like that that's fun I think it looks really good like obviously some of the effects you know you can see it's either a suit or well mostly it's a suit um, some uh, miniature work quite a lot of miniature work yeah, in I, stuff. I think the miniature work's really good but it all good. stands up really well like the, the only bits that look a little bit like dated really are some of the bits where they do some kind of um, composition kind of things what do you call it like um, where it's cut out and it's put but most of those you know it's, it's only yeah. bits maybe with like fire and that sort of thing but 
but you can even see that like for 1954 it's like crazy yeah. good kind of thing. fire is always hard to do with miniatures exactly fire, you can tell how big yeah, it is yeah yeah there's, there's the one shot that i always think it's funny where i think there's like a news crew up in like a, a, t- a tower right. and godzilla knocks it down and it cuts to them in the tower you're yeah. like yeah. That's weird. <laughs> but so, some of the miniature stuff i saw some of the behind the scenes where yeah. you've got him stomping the miniatures yeah but they'd taken pictures of actual shops in tokyo and like cut them and stuck them over the top right, so you've kind of okay. got a mix of yes. miniatures and actual buildings it's that kind of layering kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, actually i did watch one of them I, I was saying to lewis right before recording i, I didn't get a chance to to do any there's one where it just it's kind of like a silent slideshow of showing how they put some of them together yeah, I and i watched that. some of that those bits there and it's, it's really interesting and it's, it's classic techniques that they were doing like in like star wars like you know almost yeah. 20 so years later but yeah this is almost like i don't know if it is like the start of it but it's it, yeah it, it, it is pretty early on for this kind for of thing. this kind of effects yeah, yeah. yeah um i think uh some of the um like the human like the science behind it is really fun because yeah, like yeah. they have kind of a, a believable development of like their belief that this is godzilla like mm. reluctant to acknowledge that at first yeah and then they find like the trilobite and it's yes, like oh yeah, yeah th- this is really old <laughs> like yeah, some of their science is a bit outdated yes, yeah. and they're like it's as old as the jurassic period two million years ago <laughs> and you're like, okay yeah. this is the 50s yeah 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 but that's a fun little in in, in inclusion there and i like the paleontologist character yeah who, who like uh, he's going at different times he's like the expert on it and there's the bit where he's just like having a crisis and he's just sitting in the room <laughs> the dark room on his own yeah. and his, his daughter comes up and is like are you okay dad and he's just like turn off the light and leave me alone he's just like staring at the wall yeah because he, he's like we need to preserve this animal and yeah. everyone's like nah let's kill it <laughs> well yeah I mean it, I, you can kind of see both sides to, to, to a point and then when Godzilla gets to Tokyo proper and has like the big ramp page yeah that's when everyone's kind of like okay yeah i really like that that first appearance of godzilla where he's like behind mm. the hill yes and he yeah, just kind yeah, of sees yeah. it. I mean, that's such like an iconic shot of just yeah. like the first ever appearance of godzilla <laughs> he's like there he is under I, like, the hill. I think the, the thing that made me realize like oh maybe i haven't seen this version before is the design of godzilla wasn't what i was picturing because it changes in the subsequent films and probably changes slightly yeah. in every film i imagine but it's much more like that Shin Godzilla, the kind of gnarled kind of. I think I More read somewhere monstrous. it was based on like scars from I think some of the um, atomic bomb attacks yeah. and that sort of thing. And obviously, there's lots of connections with that. It's, it's a lot more like scary than like in the kind of films that follow where Godzilla's less of a villain. Yes, exactly. Whereas yeah. in this, like in Shin Godzilla, he's a straight up villain. Straight up villain. Yeah. So it, they make him look scary. Very <laughs> scary. Yeah. And that first shot of coming over the hill is very just like yeah it, it kind of shocked me it, it was like oh this is the Godzilla right it's like okay yeah I think it's funny as well like like these days quite often I mean for most of this film as well when you've got those big monsters yeah. it happens to be nighttime because it's easier to yeah, shoot yeah. and do stuff and obviously a lot of this where he's destroyed Tokyo is nighttime. Mm, yeah but that first it's just like the middle of the day and he oh, just yeah, pops up over the hill at all. yeah 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 it's really cool and like yeah there's some there's some stuff like um, some of the composition of the shots in general like you mentioned the scene at the start where it kind of just really gets to it and the boat gets attacked uh, there's some really interesting like close ups of like bottles 
falling over and like fires yeah. and stuff and <laughs> it's just like you can tell I don't know the name of who did the cinematography on it but you can tell there was like a lot of thought put into it and stuff yeah which especially you know that's one of the things you compare it to some of the the newer Godzilla films especially the American made ones and it's like some of it like the Gareth Edwards one is, is quite well crafted in most ways some of those subsequent ones kind of some of the shots you're like oh yeah, I feel like no one really thought about generic. what they were doing with there's, this kind of there's thing there's some shots in this where it's particularly like far away and just mm. seeing Godzilla stomping through Tokyo yeah. and like it looks great yeah. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think as well for a uh, a kaiju film in general, mm. I think some of the human characters are some of the better. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I was I was really intrigued by the whole because I'd heard of the oxygen destroyers because that's that's something that carries on throughout, is it? Yeah. Like it becomes the weapon that they use, <laughs> despite kind of what well, they try and make a big point well, yeah. like in this film. And the whole thing with is it Serizawa, Doctor Serizawa, or something yeah, like Serizawa. that? I thought that was really interesting. I was a little bit confused about. Um, I think I was a bit hungover when I watched this, to be honest. But I was a bit confused about everyone's relationships because there's there's three kind of main youngish characters yeah. there's Serizawa and there's the other two who Emiko I th- and Ogata and uh, I thought who who's who are, who are engaged out of these so people Emiko and Ogata are engaged that's what I thought Emiko's so. like a childhood friend of Sar- right, Serizawa because okay. I, I like looked up because and he saw... knows her father the paleontologist yes, yeah, no, I thought that was the case and then I was like oh, I thought she was engaged to this guy why is I thought somebody else said oh she's engaged to Serizawa and I was like I don't think that's no. right uh, yeah, but yeah she, okay but yeah. I really liked all like the yeah him being like we can't use it it's like there's very especially seeing Oppenheimer in the cinema recently say, there's, there's like, a lot of Oppenheimer parallels it's very very clearly yeah I parallel think for that the, and I think it's all handled quite well considering yeah. it's a bit like on the nose and it's a bit sci-fi I think uh, in the commentary on the special effects there's a bit where they talk about Oppenheimer right okay being, yeah and yeah. also as we kind of spoke about the Manhattan Project in the summer by this point Oppenheimer was like touring Japan doing talks and yeah, stuff wasn't yeah, it yeah exactly because yeah. he died in, I think, was it 54? Mm, yeah, maybe. I think it might have been in the... Or maybe 64. Maybe 64, yeah. But, yeah, he would have been in Japan. Yes, it was, because it was right around um, Kennedy's assassination, yeah. so it would have been 64. Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so the, the Japanese people would have probably been quite familiar with Oppenheimer, so it wouldn't be a surprise if this Serizawa character yeah. is based on and Oppenheimer. And he kind of, other than the eye patch, he kind of <laughs> has a similar look to the real-life Oppenheimer. Yeah, you know what just I mean? kind of like a Japanese equivalent. Kind of like a little skinny guy who, like, yeah, I don't know, I, I get that you kind of You can imagine, like, chaining 20 cigarettes a day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's funny about his character, like, sacrificing himself at the end, like, burning all his stuff and then just, like... Yeah, and cutting his oxygen <laughs> line and just... Yeah, like yeah I'm just gonna chill down there with Godzilla skeleton yeah yeah I mean so the follow up films so the the next sequel to it the next sequel the sequel to it is it a direct sequel or is it kind of because we don't really do we see if Godzilla actually dies in yeah this? well you see him turn you into a skeleton turn into a skeleton yeah but I, th- I think it's another Godzilla because the second okay. one is Godzilla Returns but right. I think it's just another because it's kind of weird it's one of those franchises where mm. most of them are sequel to the first like one or two okay, and yeah. they kind of disregard yeah, yeah. all the others yeah. I think Shin Godzilla and one of the, like, the 90s Godzilla ones are the first ones to kind of actually no we're going to start again right okay okay yeah <laughs> so yeah. I think 
Yeah, it's weird that like... But it's like you say as well, when he becomes more of a hero character and he's fighting against other kaiju, yeah. you can't really have it be the same one unless like the blast from the oxygen destroyer like scrambled his brain or whatever. Yeah. But every time you redesign him as well, like it, it makes sense. Yeah, to just, it's just... Yeah. I mean, I think back in the day, people were less concerned about continuity. Oh, as, yeah, as, yeah. As these yeah. And people could have arguments about it like on school school playgrounds. Yeah. Oh, it's the same Godzilla. <laughs> it's not... Yeah, so some of some of it's oh yeah, we we see like kind of the early version of the atomic breath, which yes, gets yeah. built more in like the lore later right, on. Right, okay, but yeah. you kind of see a bit of it, and even like the dorsal fins like lighting up yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. When you first see that, I was like, yeah, that's a classic. And yeah, I was actually surprised that so many of the classic kind of uh, recognizable iconic features of Godzilla are in this. Yeah, like, like you say, the raw, the 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 design is you know pretty much there, slightly more craggly than maybe what yeah. I was imagining. But you know, it's still the same thing. Yeah. And then yeah, the the, uh, the and the atomic breath. Like obviously, the the actual implementation of it, like the the effects aren't like the greatest thing in the world but the way that it works in the world is pretty similar to yeah. what you it almost looks like it's like heating up objects to the point of them exploding or something yeah. like that which is yeah and then I kept I kept thinking about Shin Godzilla which is like vastly different obviously but that's yeah. the whole point of that is it's again a, reinvent, a reinvention of the whole thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think as well the uh, when kind of he finishes destroying Tokyo and kind of goes off mm. just kind of has that lingering off of it like on fire and I was like yeah. that just looks like great <laughs> yeah um, I, yeah we, we kind of spoke about some of the, some of the stuff with Sarazawa Sarah and stuff yeah. but like a lot of this is quite dark compared to, yeah a lot of like Godzilla films are a bit like campy fun even mm. like even some of the new ones are like it's it's a little bit silly and it's aware of that yeah but this is kind of like this is actually like horrifying to yeah, these people yeah I think like yeah even I mean I've mostly got American ones to compare it to but most of the American ones are more on the lighter side, really. Yeah. They have their moments, but the only like the only American one, probably 2014, is generally quite a serious film throughout. Yeah. All the sequels, all the MonsterVerse ones, even like Skull Island and stuff. It, they're all softer. a bit more, a bit, bit more silly, a bit more, I suppose it's probably a Marvel um, kind of effect, isn't it? They're, yeah. They're, they're, ten- they're not like full of jokes, but you know, you have like a, a kid character or whatever. In a it bit more of, lighthearted. Yeah. 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 Whereas, um, yeah, I, I can't say the same for, but yeah, but I know that I've seen some like, very silly Godzilla stuff from, you know, any time after this up to the eighties where he's doing like tail slides and like yeah. throwing people around. And stuff. The, that kind of yeah. silly stuff. I mean, I think mean, there's, there's a couple of bits in this that I found kind of unintentionally funny. Right. Like okay, there's, yeah. there's the stuff with the, uh, the outdated dinosaur stuff. Mm. And I think it's funny when you see those dinosaurs as well, like the T-Rex is just like upright, like Godzilla. Yeah. And you're like, Oh yeah. People used to think that like that's the, the tail dragon dinosaurs yes yeah. there's, there's a, a shot as well where there's a woman on the train I think just after one of like the first attacks when she's like oh I only just survived Nagasaki <laughs> yeah. and now this and it was like whoa I was okay. like wow they're actually saying it but also like that it it, play, it plays like a joke but I don't yeah. think it's supposed to be because like what is it like nine years before or whatever it's like not exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's the other one where Emiko 
first sees the oxygen destroyers like effect oh, yeah. in Sarah Zell's office and it's like such a dramatic she's mis- so shocked by I mean I guess it does turn them into skeletons but also yeah, like it's so funny but that's built up quite nicely because you see that and then you don't actually see the the reality of what, what happened, happened until quite until a bit later, later. On, yeah. Yeah. but she's I, retelling the story speaking of um, funny things I thought the diving suits that they use at the end I was like are these the most up to date ones you have at this point because they literally look like they're from about like 1850 yeah like uh, maybe that's a budget thing for the film more than like technology I'm, I'm sure in, I'm sure in 1954 no maybe they're going really deep so that is what they I mean they are going to the bottom of Tokyo Bay they kind of was it similar ones they used for that in um, Dial of Destiny that's what I was thinking yeah weirdly, so I remember yeah. them having but, the but that's the long rope that's 1969 so even then yeah but they uh, maybe it's just they looked a bit like scrappy and like, yeah. like torn but yeah I was just thinking like surely they can do better than this <laughs> but yeah all that all that sacrifice and stuff that you mentioned was yeah it, it's really um yeah it's really well done and um i think you can say the same for the whole film really yeah like the structure of it works really nicely there are slower bits and like i was saying by modern standards some of the pacing isn't super fast paced i suppose i don't know <laughs> the word to say um but yeah i think if you you know what you're getting when you start a film from 1954 and i think it stands up surprisingly yeah, well like, you're not gonna pretend it's got the same effects as kind of 2014 godzilla no, if you exactly, will but, yeah but for 1954 it's it's kind of mind-blowing Mm. Um, I, I, the only kind of negative that I wrote down was like you do see the odd like string yeah I saw a bit with the tail through a window yeah kind of see the, the planes as well oh, you're really? like okay, yeah. okay but I mean what, what, what more can yeah, you do yeah 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 I um so yeah I watched some of the behind the scenes and one okay, of them yeah. was uh, just an interview of a Japanese film critic called uh, mm. Tadeo Sato. Yeah, I saw it on the menu. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. mainly just him talking about like the impact this film had on like Japan. Okay, like, yeah. he's, so <laughs> it's quite interesting. He says from from the perspective of Japan at the time, because he said he, I think he said he saw this in the cinema. Yeah, yeah, quite an old guy. Yeah, um, he was like Japan had been under U.S. occupation since nine since nineteen forty five mm. up until nineteen fifty two. And he was like, although they're all about like freedom of speech and stuff, you couldn't say anything about Hiroshima <laughs> or Nagasaki. <laughs> like that was completely censored. Right, okay, okay. So it was like it was only after nineteen fifty two that people started talking about talking about that. And he was like, and obviously then films start getting made. Mm. There, I think there was like a nineteen fifty three film called like Hiroshima in Japan where people the rest of Japan kind of learnt what happened in a lot of ways. Right, yeah, and he was of like, course, because if they were occupied straight after, yeah. then they wouldn't have, yeah, yeah. And, he, yeah. and then so that's why, like, kind of come 1954, with the nuclear testing, it's kind of Japan, like, peak fear of nuclear power, yeah. which is why Godzilla was, like, perfect timing yeah. for that. Yeah. As like, oh, yeah, this is the personification of, exactly. of a nuclear yeah, bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, really interesting. Yeah, and no, I mean, I was always aware there was a connection there and sometimes it's more or less part of the, the lore and the, yeah. in the American monarch version, all that, um, that, you know, it's we've had some of that explained in the TV series recently, but yeah, it's always been pretty integral to it, but I didn't quite know how integral to the whole, um, the whole of Japan's history, modern history at least. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, it's really interesting. And he's, he's like, uh, like, so much of the tiny details are way more than like films are doing at the time that's one of the reasons it connected with people so much 
he's also another thing that I found interesting. He was like, one of the reasons that Godzilla kind of became an icon and then kind of became the anti-hero in later films is that a lot of uh, Japan sympathised with him being a monster because it wasn't long since Japan was like the monster on the world stage right, when okay. they'd learned about like a lot of what they had done. Yeah, a lot of the Japanese yeah. saw themselves as, oh, we were the monster. So then they saw the monster and were like, they could relate to him a bit <laughs> more. Yeah, oh, like, okay, that's, yeah. that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting way of thinking about it. But yeah. yeah. Uh, and he also, he, he talks about how effective the monster is in scaring audiences and kind mm-hmm. of shits on the American 98 version. Right, so it's like, okay, okay. It's not scary, it just kind of runs around running away from people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like, true. Yeah, they it, made it, it too fast in that one, I think, really. Yeah, yeah, that's one of their big criticisms. I feel like it's constantly like, you see its tail but go, like going behind the building like half the time and you're like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> probably trying to do more of an alien thing in that a bit aren't they save some of the cgi and have it hiding around corners whereas if you've got if you've got a suit in this you kind of use it as and when really don't you so yeah yeah so i've got um a couple of trivia Mm. um one of them was about kind of some of the making of which i always find quite interesting uh the sound department tried numerous animal roars for godzilla but felt they were unsuitable for an animal of such immense size (laughs) akira Ifukubi came up with Godzilla's roars by rubbing a coarse resin coated leather glove up and down the strings of a double bass. Wow, okay. <laughs> and reverberated the recorded sound. Wow. <laughs> Bloody sound, sure, sound guys are always so inventive, I swear. Yeah. And uh, also, Godzilla's thunderous footsteps uh, were made by beating a kettle drum with a knotted rope. Okay, okay, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can kind of see how that's made, but like... Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the... What was you say it was a... Uh, what was the covered on the... Uh, a resin-coated resin? leather glove up up and down the strings of a double bass. Yeah. Like, mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of imagining it, but... <laughs> yeah. It's kind, kind of Interesting. weird. Interesting. I'd like to see if there's... Um, there's probably not footage of that, but if there is, I'd like to see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing you, you kind of touched on before, George Lucas cites this film's miniatures as inspiration for his effects in Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, I can... You can see that, because, I mean, George Lucas loved his yeah. miniatures. Even just the way they've done... You know, the... the oh, I, I keep forgetting what it's called but when they cut stuff out it's like a rudimentary green screen kind of thing yeah um, it, it's a composition something i can't remember what it's called but yeah yeah even that kind of thing is like yeah you can see it in spades in this and you can see it's even more effective in star wars like 20 so years later so yeah yeah i mean th- there's loads of trivia this so i won't go through too many because there's probably a thousand things to do, but um, one other one is uh, the Godzilla suit used for this film was so hot inside that the actor <laughs> Haru- Haruo Nakajima would frequently pass out. <laughs> According to Nakajima, temperatures inside the suit reached up to 60 degrees Celsius. Wow, <laughs> bloody hell. Due okay, to studio yeah. lights, um, it was not uncommon for a cup of Nakajima's sweat to be drained from the suit. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that sounds like... That's a real, <laughs> that's real uh, acting sacrifice there, isn't it? <laughs> when he was asked about it, he said, inside the Godzilla suit, it was very dark, lonely and isolated. <laughs> Usually the person who wears the suit becomes nervous and anxious. During summertime, it's very hot. It could come hell in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was wow. like, wow. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's why they don't use suits now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it did win. A, it was nominated for Best Picture at the Japanese Academy yeah, Awards. Yeah, I can imagine. Didn't yeah. win, but maybe mm. something we talk about soon did win. Ah, um, chicken yeah. run too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Damn it. How did you know? Um but yeah, that's uh, Godzilla mm. 1954. Yeah. Uh, so the last thing is to do is to ask you whether or not this got you more or less hyped for Godzilla Minus One, Project or Project Nine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, even just to see where it started and where it will kind of be now at minimum. But yeah, I mean, I'd like to watch more of these, to be honest. Like, it was it was, it was was really nice to watch. Yeah, how about yeah. you? Yeah, definitely Project. It's yeah. just... Uh, it's fun kind of seeing where it all kind of started exactly, from. Exactly, yeah. And because I think Godzilla Minus One is another kind of f- reboot. I think so, yeah. It'll yeah. Be, be, it's always helpful when you've recently watched it to see the yeah. references and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. I feel like you mentioned a bit about the train. I feel like I've seen part of a trailer where someone's on a train, they look out a window and see something. So I think they're even going that far. Yeah. It makes sense, wouldn't it? So, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to catch you, all those little... Because there's always stumping on train tracks, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> always. <laughs> there's a bit of Shin Godzilla where they use trains, but... <laughs> well, maybe we'll find out soon enough. <laughs> yes, we will be back next time to, to talk about that. <laughs> before Godzilla minus one yeah uh, but that is Godzilla yeah and if you like this we've got the project project on the same podcast channel yes we do thanks for listening bye bye <laughs> <laughs> project project